Hello everyone, we're back with another episode of Disclosures Decoded, where we analyze movies, music, and media, both new and old. I'm your host, Dorian King. And I'm Sasha Soul. Now let's open the vault to share what we've decoded. Today we're talking about the award-sweeping movie of 2020, Parasite. Bong Joon-ho is one of two Korean directors that I am familiar with. The other being Park Chan-wook, who is most famous in America for the movie Old Boy. Bong Joon-ho's movie The Host is pretty famous among horror fans, but that's not actually where I know him from. His 2013 movie Snowpiercer was actually the focus of a major college essay I did. It's also in my top five favorite sci-fi thrillers. That movie had a large impact on me, so I'm excited to talk about his newest and most impactful film yet. So the movie Parasite is about a poor Korean family that's struggling to pay for their already unfortunate living conditions. They take on odd jobs, like folding pizza boxes, but they still can't seem to catch a break. Now Ki-woo is the son of the Kim family, and he's given a chance to tutor the daughter of the Park family, who are very rich. And after Ki-woo's sister forges his credentials, he takes the job. And that's where we see the true implication of the movie title. Ki-woo and his family, one by one, mislead the parks into hiring them for every last household job available as we watch their worlds collide. And movies like Parasite were the reason I became interested in films. Like when a storyline doesn't just grab your attention, but immerses you and excites you. What's bad about films like Parasite is that I know I'll be anxiously waiting for another film that can wow me like this. And finding a film that carries you along with the storyline is so magical and they deserved every award they had received. When it comes to serious and dramatic films, I'd say psychological thrillers are my favorite thing to watch. The intensity of a good thriller like this is that it keeps you guessing what's going to happen next. Are the entire Kim family actually going to move in? How have the parks not realized what's going on here? Someone is going to screw up sooner or later, right? These were all things that just kept jumping to mind. I kept wanting to look at you and say these things like while we were watching this, but you know, people tend to get annoyed when you do things like that, especially inside of theaters. But regardless, I think the best thing had to be the originality of the screenplay, which is actually one of the many awards they won this year. And I would recommend this movie to anyone and have done so once I had seen it. There's something about this film that had my mind boggling going over and over it again in my head. And I can't put my finger on it, but it does just stick with you. I feel like it's an easy film to put yourself in. One that you imagine, whose side am I on? And if I was part of the Park family, would I actually notice what the Kims are doing? Or if I was part of the Kim family, would I have the mentality to pull off what they're doing? When I recommend movies, I like them to actually make people think about the film and talk about it afterwards. The worst types of movies are the ones that merely end up taking up brain space and you never associate with again. So I would definitely recommend this movie. Yeah, I agree with what you mentioned about brain space. Because something I really enjoyed about Parasite was how the film carried itself. It is one of the longest films I've seen, and I had some hesitations for that reason. But it keeps things interesting from start to finish. Parasite is a comedy, thriller, romance, and a horror film, and none of the genres miss the mark. 
Without spoiling too much of anything, the transition between the genres is so smooth and it never feels like any scene was unplanned or used to fill in time. The last thing anyone wants to hear is that a nearly three hour long movie is fluffed to the brim with extras, and that really sets Parasite aside from the rest. I agree. Movies that have unnecessary parts to it that just don't add to the story are pretty disappointing. I wouldn't say this is an easy film to watch though. The length of the film, as you mentioned, is intimidating and I think a lot of people, sometimes including myself, are commitophobes. Foreign language films also throw a lot of people off because some people just aren't fans of reading subtitles. And I also just feel like watching thrillers calls for a specific mood. You're not going to watch this movie on a lazy Sunday afternoon. And because it's such a long film, you don't want to be forced to watch it multiple times. So the fact that it gives you its all in the first go makes it so good. And if you aren't blown away, then that's okay. It's a phenomenal film, and if you do get the chance to watch it, you should. I totally agree. I mentioned earlier that the writing was my favorite thing about the movie. What did you think about it? I liked the way the characters were written in particular. I think... Through the bits of dialogue and mannerisms we did get to see, it told us everything we needed to know. I never felt like things that had happened to them weren't important to their character, and that goes to show what I mentioned earlier about how the plot isn't fluffed with extras. There is a lot of symbolism in this film as well, and one symbol that stood out to me was the gift of the Scholar Rock to the Kim family. The Scholar Rock was said to promise wealth, and when they received it, Ki Woo says, this is so metaphorical. When the family's luck turns around, he thinks it's because of that rock. And even when their home gets flooded, they have to leave everything behind. And Kiwoo quickly clings to that same rock, hoping it will save them once again. In a lot of ways, it shows that his desire to be wealthy overrides even his own safety in that situation. And he's willing to take huge risks for that. Kiwoo actually plans to kill another character with this rock. And writing it to be the same thing that harms him in the process was a very clever ending to that saga of obsession. That's a super good point. The relevance of the Scholar Rock completely eluded me, and it's almost a character role in the movie based on your description. The idea that the Scholar Rock ends up playing such a huge part of the cycle of character evolution is definitely ingenious. You also brought up earlier how the movie writes in multiple genres, including comedy and romance, I'd say this is just another piece of evidence as to just how good the movie was. And the production played a huge part in how the audience would receive this film. Without the right editing, some, if not all, of those mixed in genres would fall flat. I also found out they created the neighborhood for the Kim family entirely from scratch. And once you watch this film, it's hard to believe it's completely a set. I also love the modern design and how minimalistic the park's home looked. With the park home having a huge backstory of being created by an architect, they did a really great job making this believable. And I just discovered that this wasn't even just a set. Most of it was manufactured with CGI, even the backyard. So this was impressive to me because the backyard was a setting for the final scene with multiple characters being present at a birthday party, and it still looked so natural. I had no idea the park home was CGI. I wasn't expecting that at all. I can believe that Kim's you know, basement-ish home was a set, but I assume that the producers must have found some rich person's home and rented it to film in. 
the actors did a great job playing these roles so casually and realistically for a CGI set. To make the audience believe in something that won't exist until post-production, you have to first believe it yourself. And what's great about acting is that if done right, the language barrier isn't an issue either. Expression and how an actor can carry their own character is so important, and I think everyone on this team did an amazing job relaying that. Song Kang Ho, for example, who plays Mr. Kim, did a phenomenal job. And throughout this film, we see him go through each of the seven deadly sins. And even knowing what he did is wrong, you can't help but sympathize with him. The true parasite of this film is the class system, and you could see it eating away at him with every attempt. Yeah, the director Bong Joon-ho said, and I'm quoting this, The story is about the poor family infiltrating and creeping into the rich house. It seems very obvious that Parasite refers to the poor family. I think that's why the marketing team was a little hesitant. But if you look at it the other way, you can say that rich families are parasites in terms of labor. They can't even wash dishes. They can't drive themselves. So they leech off the poor family's labor. And if you look at what the director says, it definitely parallels your opinion, Sasha. And Bong Joon-ho also said the film was influenced by the 1960 Korean film The Housemaid. But other than that, I don't really have anything else to compare it to. This film is so unique in its own right. Yeah, I, I can only compare this to other films within the same genre of like psychological thrillers. And I mentioned this earlier, but the number one comparison I can make is Old Boy. So ultimately, I'd say this movie is either a 9 or honestly 10 out of 10. I just don't feel like there's anything wrong with it, and they weren't missing any key elements to achieve such a high ranking. Everything was of the highest quality, and I have nothing but praise for the film. The only reason I would say that it's a 9 is so that I can lower someone's expectations from being overwhelmed. On paper, this movie is a 10, but I do agree with rating it a 9, since everyone has a different definition of perfect. It does check off all the boxes for a great film, and it's definitely a must-see. So this was another episode of Disclosures Decoded. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now you can expose what we've disclosed.